0: My dear brothers and sisters, it's a joy to be with you this morning as we celebrate the solemnity of the Assumption of Mary. My name is Father Dennis and I come from next door Mandaline Seminary. So because I teach, I am going to start with a simple quiz There's one person excluded from participation. She's sitting over there, Dr. Barrett. You are not part of the quiz. Because she's a professor, she knows all the answers, so she's out of it. So we have four Marian dogmas of our church. The first one is, The Immaculate Conception, excellent. The second one is? Yeah, yes, the Assumption, correct. Yes, I heard it, Assumption, great, two. And then the third one is? So, the Perpetual Virginity of Mary, right, excellent. We have one more. We have one more. Very important. So, so far we have the Immaculate Conception, the Assumption of Mary, then the Perpetual Virginity, which is the fourth one. Mother of God! Excellent! So, we have our four Marian dogmas. So today we celebrate the Assumption of Mary. And what is it about? What is the Assumption of Mary about? So this dogma was proclaimed by Pope Pius XII in 1950. And the simple matter of it is this, that Mary was assumed by God, her soul, and her body. Mary is assumed into heaven, body and soul. Why? Why would Mary be assumed into heaven, body and soul? Why? She was without sin, sin. correct. Born Born without sin, lived without sin, and died without sin. Excellent. Why else? We can't mention so many reasons as to why Mary will be assumed into heaven. Okay. Yes. Very good. Excellent. So you have a competitor over there. You know. She has her answer. And you have, what, what did you say, sir? Yes, her body was not subject to Corruption. May I suggest to you that Mary is assumed into heaven simply because she said yes to God. Her yes, when the angel appeared to her, gave her a special mission, namely to be the mother of God. But that yes was not a temporary yes. It was not momentary. It's a yes that she said throughout her life she would be with Jesus at the critical moments of his life. She was there at his birth, obviously, right? She's the mother. Can the mother be absent at the birth of the son? No, she's there. She's there in Jesus' childhood. We have that great story in Luke when the child Jesus is lost in Jerusalem and she goes about looking for him, a caring mom. And then we know that at the beginning of Jesus' ministry, Mary's there, right? The wedding feast at Cana. She's going to be there with him. We know also that she'll be there at the moment of his death. And she's going to be there at the moment of the outpouring of the Holy Spirit upon the church. Those are the moments of Mary's involvement in Jesus's life that we meet in the Gospels, but we know for sure that she was there throughout his life because these moments are only mentioned in the Gospels because they are critical to the life of Jesus. You can take the example of the Creed. The Creed mentions the birth of Jesus and his death, right? That's it! Why isn't the rest of his life mentioned? Because these are the critical moments. So in the life of Mary and Jesus, what the Gospels give us are the critical moments. But they also imply that Mary was there with Jesus throughout his life. And because Mary was with Jesus throughout his life, she is assumed into heaven to continue to be with Jesus for all eternity. What Mary observed on earth, namely her union with her son, is continued in heaven. That union that begins with the conception of Jesus, they become, in a sense, one, mother and son. And that will continue for all eternity. So she will continue to be with Jesus, body and soul, in heaven. But remember where all this began. It began with a simple yes. Yes to the invitation of God. So I'd like to make three points today for us to take home. The first one is this, that our choices here on Earth have eternal consequences. The choices that we make here on Earth have eternal consequences. Mary's yes, that simple yes, has eternal consequences. One of those consequences is what we celebrate today, namely, she's assumed into heaven, body, and soul. And so for you too, your simple daily choices cannot be taken for granted. They have an implication for your relationship with God. And therefore, because they are caught in that relationship with God, they have eternal implications. They have an implication for your destiny, for your relationship with God. Second point is this, that when we say yes to God, great things happen. When we say yes to God, great things happen. That is the story of Mary. She said yes to God, and great things happened in her life. You can take some time and reflect on that song of Mary that I just read in the Gospel. All generations will call me blessed because she has said yes to God. In fact, that's the message of Elizabeth. Blessed are you who said yes to God. And so you, too, are going to be blessed by God if you say yes to his proposals for your life. And then finally, this day gives us great hope. Mary goes to heaven. She's one of us. And so, she sets a pattern for us that if we remain faithful to Christ, we, too, shall be in heaven with her. Let us, therefore, take our example and embrace it. Let us embrace Mary as a model and exemplar for us, a model of humility, a model of openness, a model of fruitfulness, a model of commitment, a model of patience. Name whatever virtue you want to name. Courage, and you'll find all in Mary. May we find hope in her simplicity. She was not so special. When you looked at her, she was just a simple, humble, lowly handmaid of God. And we too can strive for the same. We know that when God takes our humility, when God takes our nothingness, he does great things with it. And we'll be filled with hope this day and ask for the prayers of the Blessed Virgin Mary to help us along our journey. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with you. Blessed are you among women,